is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome back to Where We Landed. This is uh, Kylie Jackson, and we've got everybody here in the studio today. We're doing something a little fun. We're going to interview each other. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so we got Alicia, Scott, hello, hello. and Iris. Hey, yo. Everybody's hey, here. Hey, hey, So. Just want you to know, I lost the nose goes. <laughs> so she gets to go first. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. interview. Yes. Somebody suggested that we needed to be the guests on the podcast to share a little bit more about ourselves. So we all kind of paper, rock, scissored it out. And Iris lost. So here we go. They nose yep. goes before I came in the room. That's what happened. Walked <laughs> yeah. in the room and they all had their hands on well, their nose. You know. That's yeah. okay. So we're gonna start and with Alicia. Uh we are gonna continue the two truths and a lie um that we've been doing the last few weeks. So Alicia is gonna go with that and we are going to sniff out the lie. The lie. All right. So here are my three. I've danced on a bar top in Dublin. I've been on a I've been parked in a car on a bridge when a sailboat hit it and I've stood on the star on the 50 yard line in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Oh, those are th- all can, three can very back? specific. What was the first one? I danced on a bar in Dublin. Is there a street named Dublin in there? In <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. I have no idea. All three of those seem very specific. Yeah. And suspicious. And suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I don't think that you have been on a bar in Dublin. (laughs) (laughs) She has been to Dublin. Oh, I have been to Dublin. What was the second one? The second one was I was in a parked car on a bridge when a sailboat hit it. Where was the bridge? Why do I need to tell you where the bridge was? <laughs> I think that's was a lie. Was it in Dublin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it in Dublin? Don't mind the paper crinkling. Scott's just <laughs> so eating, eating his, his lunch, lunch right now. <laughs> yeah, his, his happy meal. This may be a little rough of an episode. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. It's tasty, though. She's, she's going with sailboat. I'm Please enjoy. With, I'm going to say you didn't step on the star. In I didn't step on the star. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I was going to go with the sailboat as well. Okay. So... I went to a conference for United Way Worldwide, and actually their host city event was in Dallas. So I have stood on the star at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium okay. with a group of cheerleaders. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders have did a- Did you wear the outfit? I didn't wear the outfit. <laughs> However, I did happen to be wearing a shirt that day that was um, a uh, cancer awareness t-shirt that mm-hmm. said, saving second base. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway- Huge uh, Chicago Bears fan, so that's why you know it was a little weird to be at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Um, When I went to Clearwater in college, I was driving across one of the toll or one of the separating bridges. (laughs) 
And as we were sitting on the bridge, right where it like cranks up, a sailboat hit the bridge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Scott's giving I me the pulled. evil eye for talking him out of that answer. <laughs> yeah, you didn't dance on a so table in Dublin. So I've been to Dublin. Um, I've been to the oldest bar in Dublin, but I did not dance on the bar. <laughs> I didn't say she hadn't done it. I just said I she know, had been to I Dublin. It, you coerced me though. So. I wouldn't try at that particular point in my life, I don't know that I could have gotten onto the bar to dance. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it was a really good time. Uh, so, this is yes. supposed to be Iris's expose. Right. It's just yeah. an Ooh. Alicia's. Well, Watch you know, out. It's All fine. Right. So we no comment. Going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are excited to welcome Iris Brunner today. She's like, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Iris is the Senior Director of Marketing and something else development development Woo, Thank you. you almost got it almost at uh, grant blackford mental health so welcome it's really good to have you here more fun to have you yeah yes. <laughs> sound effects well, the cheering just never out, stops yeah. yeah oh it goes off and so we're going to spend some time uh talking to iris today so iris yeah i'm going to start how did you get to Grant County. How did I get here? I started here. <laughs> I was born in that little hospital right lifer. on up the road there. Marion Health. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, yep. Born and raised. Um, you know, it's really bad. I don't have a whole lot of history on my mom's side of the family. Like I know that they were here for a while. On my dad's side, um, they were kind of part of that group that made the move from Hamilton, Ohio, when they opened up the GM plant up the road here. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of part of that um, that little group that that made the little move to Marion, Indiana. And my dad was like the oldest of seven. So just a bunch of us, a bunch of us, a <laughs> bunch of us cousins, a bunch of us kids. There's lots of us. Um, my maiden name is Bishop, so chances are... There's like literally like two bishops that I'm not related to. The rest of them, I am. <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. these guys probably know you far better than I do. So so they may know the answers to some of these questions. Which is what makes this so dangerous. I just would <laughs> like to put right now. I feel very vulnerable, but I'm 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 leaning into it. Yeah. But we love these you. Episodes we are never. Be, yeah. I think these episodes are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carry on. Yeah. So. How did you get back to Grant County? Because you left to go to school. Yeah. Um, well, like in our, a recent episode of someone that said they were brought here kicking and screaming, I was <laughs> kind of brought back kicking and screaming. So my husband, Paige, um, we both are from here. Yeah, High school sweethearts. We started dating in high school. Um, did the little long distance thing for a little bit. And we both uh, were, we both graduated from IU in Bloomington. And um yeah, his first job that he got right out of college was at Oak Hill. So he has been there now for 18 years. I don't know if that is correct or not. but. And did you guys both go to Marion to high school? Yes, or? we did. We're both okay. giants. Mm -hmm. okay. uh -huh, both Marion giants. So I, I always joke um, when he f interviewed for the job and then found out that he got it, I always... <laughs> I just cracked up laughing. I just remember being so mad. I was like, you could get in a job anywhere in the world, anywhere, but we're here, we're going here. But, you know, I, I joke. And like I said, he did bring me back kicking and screaming, but um, I always knew he would end up back here. 
So um, his parents are here, my parents, um, my couple of my siblings are here, um, definitely some of my extended family. But I always said when it was time for babies, we're going home, as was what I'd always said. So it wasn't quite time for babies yet, but <laughs> we we came on home. So, hmm? so I'm going to ask you a question that um, this, uh, no, is, this is not hard. No, okay. I don't think this is hard. So <laughs> He doesn't I, think it's hard. That doesn't mean it's not hard. I probably spent... <laughs> most of my time getting to know the three of you through Rotary. Uh-huh. And that's actually kind of a place where this idea was birthed out of. We mm -hmm. had sitting around a table one day, but how did you get involved in Rotary? And did you, were you the president of Rotary at one point in time here in, in Mary? At one point in time, yes. Uh -huh. I took my turn <laughs> at Rotary. So I believe I joined, um, I want to say, okay, I'm trying to do, I'm not really great with like dates and years and stuff, but I, I joined somewhere between like 2006 and 2007. So um, I've been a Rotarian for a few minutes. Um, I also laugh about that and say the only reason I joined to that one was because I wanted to steal the pork chop recipe. Right? <laughs> because our Rotary does do the pork chops at 1812. Yeah. Um, but at the time I was literally, the, the group was not very big. Um, I want to say there might've been like 10 or 15 people, maybe. Maybe the roster was like 20, but like regular there might have been only seven to ten people showing up regularly um there was stuff i've definitely um spent a small period of time being the only female presence <laughs> so i kind of turned into the mother hen at one point i think um but uh yeah so i joined um i was president um that year i was it was 2008 to 2009. So, so shortly after you joined. Yeah, not too long after I joined. Right yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, I did um, take my maternity leave during that period of time, though. So I said, hey, yes. I was like, I'll be pregnant. Um, I'm pregnant, right? But I'll be president. But you have to realize, like, I'm not going to be here. So, so someone so else had like to step up the best deal yeah. right because you <laughs> yeah. now you you can you well, can wash your hands of it. you can say you're not doing it anymore because you right. already did it well but. so uh, my my bluff got called is what happened is <laughs> is what which is i think every rotarian president you know in in our past life of our our jv rotary group that we always joke about like that's was like you missed a meeting then you had to be president you know that type of thing well um my father-in-law jim brunner who uh, had been a rotarian for even you know four times the amount of time I'd been a Rotarian, I was like, well, has he been president? And he was like, no, I've never been president. And I was like, tell you what, I'll be president the year right after he's president. And he was like, okay, what do I got to do? And I was like, dang, <laughs> so I totally called my bluff. <laughs> totally called my bluff. So, so what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, um, I'm in the phase of life right now where um, my life does revolve around um, sports and children and um uh, so I spend a lot of time, um, at, uh, sporting events, but that's also to say that I don't enjoy sports sports anyways. I love sports, um, live sports, anything live that you can show up for and go to and be at like, is experience. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be there. Like we had the greatest experience. Um, oh boy. When was it, it again? Telling you terrible with dates and times. <laughs> Pause for a picture. <laughs> She's like, I am not going to get a candid picture for my background, just so you know. Um, uh, I had gotten some free tickets to when um, they used to do the RCA tennis tournament in mm -hmm. Indy. Um, and I had gotten like some free tickets and Paige was like, yeah, let's go. I was like, I've never been to tennis. What's this going to be like? Well, 
it was literally awesome. Like it was so great. Like we bought tickets and went back the next day and we watched Andy Roddick yeah. and he was just fun and interacted with the crowd like no other. And so I was all in. Was so like, you yeah, like live go. professional sports. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck and, the, yeah. and the tin caps, right? And the, and tin, the tin caps. caps. Oh my gosh. He doesn't love the professional. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Which can, wait, 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 wait. I need to propose a uh, rotary trip. I'm going to say it here out loud so we can talk about it. But I think we need to all travel down to Savannah to go watch the Savannah Bananas. Okay, oh my I've God. Seen it. it looks hilarious. It looks we hilarious. We have got to go. This is Savannah, Georgia? Yes. I'm in. Could you imagine us? Traveling together, I'm yes. in. I think we should do I'm it. in. I'm 100. percent Like we could totally get a bus. I can. The thing is, is I can only room with certain people if we have to stay overnight. Well, hey, I, I mean, carry room with. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like to be quiet at night. But anyways, <laughs> if you if you have no idea who the Savannah Bananas are, you need to look them up, Scott and Single listeners. A, double A, triple A. You're asking I me questions no outside of my pay rage. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google Savannah Bananas. So bananas. I don't even know about the Savannah TikTok. bananas. TikTok. Oh, okay. Brother. Oh, brother. It's easy to find, just like when we Googled yeah. you for your skydiving. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> easy to find. So Google knows all. Savannah bananas. So, I so yeah, but I'm in. I'm in. Maybe in. we could make it Let's a, roll. we could maybe see the Durham Bulls on the same trip. We could just make mm, it a minor league baseball awesome. trip. I'm, I'm in. in. I wonder Man. if we could do some podcasts from down there on Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. Then we could write this off, huh? Done. Exactly. Became work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not hear podcast at first when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, gosh. I think that would be a, a good time. Yeah, I do too. So you've been a lifer mm -hmm. and a boomerang. Yeah. Right? Like yeah you yeah. went and came back. Yep. So what are some of those things that growing up here, you maybe missed when you were gone or when you came back, you had a new appreciation for? Um, I mean, I definitely would say, um, the thing I probably missed the most, uh, was family. I mean, I, it, I'm, I'm not really like a things person, so to speak. Like I, um, I don't have like a collection of things or feel like I have to be attached to a thing, but family for sure. So it was like really tough for me. Like I remember when I did live away, so, which was only about, I, I think it was gone about six years, um. But like, you know, just feeling like I was missing out on those important pieces or those important milestones. Um, I remember calling home one time. I was like walking to the bus or something and my mom was like, well, I just got home from the hospital. And I was like, what? She's like, oh yeah, for, I had surgery three days ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why didn't anybody call me? I was like, are you okay? What was it for? Like just completely out of the, so so definitely um, some family FOMO for me. So. so you needed to move back so that you could keep an eye on, yeah, on your parents, make yeah. sure they weren't having yeah surgery without telling and you. how's that working out <laughs> for you <laughs> it's great listen so yeah, next time you guys see Paige, just give him a nice little side hug I, or something whatever you feel comfortable with but like when we first moved back like we did have a really really tough time finding a place to live like that was one of our big big challenges and so we did finally find a house like we rented a house in Swayze which was um no, nothing against country living, which, and it really wasn't country living, but we were just really far away. <laughs> it was like, I have to cook every night because <laughs> I can't just get to something real quick and get it home warm, <laughs> you know? So, um, we actually ended up, um, after we lived there for, we only lived there for about, um, eight months and we ended up buying a house and it was 
get this. I grew up in a cul-de-sac as a kid and the first house we lived in, um, like my parents rented. Well, then I remember, um, we bought the house across the circle. So we moved across the circle. We bought that house that I lived in when I was a little kid. So really? oh my God. Yes. And my parents still lived in the house across the cul-de-sac. So Paige lived across the street from my parents for eight years. So, um, <laughs> well, I felt like it was not that bad of a situation. Um, I, I believe there were, uh, <laughs> You know, there's, I'm sure there's challenges living across the street from your in-laws. I'm sure I would feel them as well. <laughs> you guys will probably hear about them a little bit more. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, speaking of in-laws, yeah. I heard that JB just recently got a smartphone. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you live you live pretty close to your in laws now. Yeah, don't you? yeah, we're not we're not too far from them now. Um, I mean, still, I mean, still have to get in your get in your car and drive. I mean, I suppose you could ride a bike, but I mean, you're who does who would do that? Yeah, you're taking your life in your own hands on that portion of Kem Road. <laughs> are you still in the house now that you were in when you were a child as well? No, we we did move. Um, that's been about nine years ago. We okay. moved. So I was going to say. Mm -hmm. I, like I can still remember the house I was in until I was five or six and it seemed huge. And yeah. then we drove back to it when I was an adult. You're and like, it what in the world? Like, yeah. Like Tinker Toys type yeah. of thing. I mean, it's unbelievable yeah. how your perspective changed. Well, or like the memories that you do have. Um, I mean, I remember as a little kid. Now, mind you, I was like in first grade. So yeah. like five or six. I literally remember like carrying like my stuffies like across the circle and like a bag breaking or something. <laughs> and like all of my my contents falling out. <laughs> all of your belongings <laughs> yeah, right? in the road. Yeah, right. But, you know, so we, I mean, we lived, like I said, we lived in a cul-de-sac. We always called it the circle. I mean, it was a great place to grow up. There were always kids. Um, I definitely feel like that's one of the experiences my kids are missing out on. Um, and I don't know if that's technology. I don't know what that is. But um, we there were always kids in our neighborhood. And that's, I can know my dad had a, a swing in the front yard. And we would just be out there just throwing a ball around. And all of a sudden here would come another kid that just like, get in, like, throw it to me. You know, so <laughs> that's just what we would do. We would just be outside and we would play. When, when you have people come from out of town to visit you, mm -hmm. what do you take them to do here? What's your, what's your go-to? Um, so I did just have, um, a girlfriend of mine. She grew up here too. Like she always wants to, she's got her spots that she always wants. She always wants to go to Ivanhoe's and she always wants to go get a quesadilla from La Chaz. Like those, we always have to hit those, but like, I always try to like make her go somewhere different. Um, so I did, I did make her go to Payne's, which mm. she, and I, <laughs> I love that cauliflower soup. It is my favorite. I tell everyone about it. Eat the cauliflower soup. Um, but yeah, so we went there and I think she enjoyed that experience a lot. Um, her and her husband. Um, one of the questions that we also ask people is what would you change about Grant County? And being a person who's been around here for a while, what would you change? Um, so, um, personally I am a maximizer, so I really have a tough time, um, when I know that there's just so much potential, like I think every single one of these podcasts we've done, um, people have talked about, um, we have the best people here and we do, we absolutely do. Like, I mean, if you need something, you can pick up the phone and you can call someone and you can have the answer if not in that phone call, then in two, right? Or you're connected to the person that can solve that problem for you. My challenge is, is I'm like, why can't we figure out how to put that together, right? Like, why can't we all just 
get behind one common goal, whether it's mine or whether it's yours or whoever's it is, let's get behind it and let's just do it together. Mm-hmm. Like, let's figure this out. Let's finish this project. And then we can move on to the next thing and just see how amazing it could be. So I guess the word I'm, I'm saying is, you know, we just haven't figured out how to collaborate together very well, though. I feel like that's a word we hear a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think we can get better at that. Yeah. yeah. I think I s- see a lot of struggle with what I would consider true collaboration. Yeah. There's a difference between I talk to a lot of people or I refer people to a lot of mm-hmm. people um, and actual collaboration where I'm willing to put my skin and yeah. my sandbox in the middle of the table. You put yours and it becomes our sandbox like that's there's yeah. there's a difference in that space. But I'd also say I do feel like that that is changing. And like anything, you know, change, I think I was just sharing with Kylie about this earlier today, you know, change comes in kind of two forms, either too much or not enough. And finding that balance sometimes yeah. is hard. And I also know that I'm not the type of person, like I'm not good in the weight. <laughs> I am not good at hurry up and be patient. Like, And I think that comes because I do um, sometimes get decision paralysis. (laughs) Well, we're getting deep now. (laughs) Um, Like if I have too many choices or too many decisions, then I just don't make one. And Mm. then someone else makes it for me. Um, So when I do make a decision, like I want to get there, like let's go. So when we have to hurry up and wait and that in between, I think that's, that's the challenge for me. And I think, um, I think you're right. I think it's starting. I think it takes seeing some wins or at least mm-hmm. seeing one win, one yes. big win yeah. um, to get like that full buy-in and trust that the process works. And because we've, we've talked a lot about collaborating, yeah. mm-hmm. but until we see it, see it actually work, I think people will continue to be hesitant yeah. about fully stepping into it. Yeah. There's Scott with a zinger. <laughs> winding up for it. Walk, walk yeah. us through mm-hmm. your favorite TV shows right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, I really thought he was winding up for I a know, good one. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, he had one, but because we said something, he yeah. backed off yeah. and picked TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say Outlander since we made him squirm uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. I thought no. that's where we were going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so we just started watching. Oh, my gosh. It just jumped out of my head what the name of it is. It's on HBO Max and Bill Hader's in it and he's a hitman. <laughs> Have you finished watching Ozark? Uh no, I we haven't okay. done it yet. I think um I think it's because we haven't had a chance to sit down and actually just binge watch them all because that's what we'll do. Pedro like mm. he's like are you ready? I'm like no one more. I'm always like, one more, one more. We can make it. It's oh, only 1230. Yeah. One more. <laughs> so I was going to say, you and Paige have a rule though, right? Mm. Like you, if it's a show you watch together, you watch it together. We watch it together. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so what's that like? Oh, no, that's, that's fine. That's great. I mean, he, um, so he's moving into, you know, he has summers off too. So he usually finds something crazy and obscure to watch. We would go through, there would be summers I would come home and he was watching Back to the Future for the 44th time. Oh <laughs> or I, I would come home and, and 
he's going to kill me. <laughs> uh, the one summer it was uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift. Literally, <laughs> oh every time gosh. I'd walk into the house, that's what he was watching. <laughs> if any of Paige's students are listening to this, if uh, you could pass this on to every other student so that uh, they can give him a hard time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they, Tokyo Drift. They totally yeah. decorate his room every oh, year yes. on the first day of school. Do they? Balloons. Well, they've wrapped it. It's uh, it's the day back from uh, oh. uh, from Christmas break. There you oh. go. Just because they these last couple of years with him not teaching or coaching basketball. Oh, that made a lot of noise. Um, uh, he is not in the building at all during Christmas. So um, there's a some of the girls that swim have decided to uh, take target to his classroom. And it is excellent. So maybe they can use yeah. that as some of their mm -hmm. themes for this I next like that. coming year. Tokyo drip. That and the other thing he would watch would be the first 48 and he would just literally watch the same like six episodes. So Does that ever so make you nervous? Police detective? <laughs> I can commit the perfect murder. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm, I'm more confused why he keeps watching the same ones. <laughs> trying Did to figure out figure the ending? Out? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm man. I'm just picking on Paige. Okay, we get so he's really so, great. <laughs> Where we landed is sponsored today by KP Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of a computer repair, web services, or business IT, KP Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30 and Fridays, 9 to 5. The KB Computer Team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach out to them via Facebook at facebook.com slash KB Computers Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. You mentioned... Um going to Marion High School. Yeah. Um, tell us about, I was just, um, I was nostalgic a couple days ago and looking through old yearbooks and reflecting on some of my favorite <sighs> teachers. So um, what were some of the most uh, influential, we'll go with influential teachers you had? Yeah, well, I, I know I've talked about um, Mrs. Shepler, Debbie Shepler on here before. Um, she she was huge for me, um, definitely sparked my love of photography. Um, I somehow just managed to fall into taking pictures of like everything. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I actually was on, I think I took yearbook, but I don't think I was on newspaper, but somehow I was like taking pictures for newspaper too with, um, oh my gosh, her name, Mrs. Weaver. Was yep. it Weaver? Mrs. Yeah. Weaver. I was going to say, oh my gosh. Um, but as far as, you know, things, I just remember being involved. I mean, I just wanted to be involved with everything. Like I just wanted to socialize and, and learn about the people and be friends with everyone. I was definitely voted most outgoing. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, I just had such a great experience and, you know, while, um, you know, my husband teaches and works at Oak Hill and, and our kids go there. I mean, I would never discourage anybody from being like, go here or go there. Like you have to go to the place that's best for your child and that's best for them. And, and at that time, like Marion was great for me. And so, I, I mean, I believe it would be great for me now too, but I don't know. I just had a great experience. I, you know, I was proud to be a giant, you know, giant fight, never die. You know, it, it just was, it was all there and it was easy to get behind and support and, um, you wanted to be a part of, you know, that culture. So tell us about your kiddos. So you've, and, mm -hmm. and, and what's your dream for them? 
Like what, what's your goal for them? But, but walk us through your kids. Yeah. So, um, I have two kids, um, Quinn, she is 13 and she is awesome. Um, she is definitely, um, she, how do I describe Quinn? She literally, to me, the thing that I love the most about her, obviously I love everything because I'm her mother <laughs> and I made her. Um, <laughs> but the thing that I love the most about her is that she can laugh at herself. Like, so for a kid that age to like be comfortable with, you know, you know, oh, I did that. Oh, you know, especially when they're like under the microphone or microscope, not microphone, microscope right now. Cause like junior high yeah. is a hard time. Really so, tough, tough. um, and Leo, he is nine and that dude is just awesome. He, he beats to his own drum, but like he cares real deep and he will stick up for somebody in a minute. Um, so and as far as, you know, my hopes for them is I just hope that um, they can find whatever their spark of joy is, right? Whatever that is. Like, I think I've always think I've always said that, like anything I've ever like associated myself with or boards that I've ever been a part of is always been about kids. Um, definitely a passion and a focus on kids and just providing opportunities for them. Like, I don't care. I don't care what it is. Like, I don't care what it is that you love or what it is that you like. I just want you to feel, be fulfilled in whatever it is that you want to do. So what, what do I'll, they enjoy doing I'll, right now? I'll help them find whatever it is. Well, um, so Quinn is definitely um, chasing in her dad's footsteps. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. So she, so she is, she's doing all sports right now, pretty much. Um, but she is a phenomenal little actress. Like she does like to be on stage. So she runs and she swims and she does the school plays. I mean, if there were more hours in the day, I think she would live at CSA if we could. Mm. Um, Leo, Leo's trying to figure out what Leo likes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. He's nine and he has plenty of time to figure that out. So he's, he's starting to like golf. I don't know if I shared mm. that with you, Kylie, definitely starting to like golf. He, he did get to go play this last weekend and he claimed that grandpa scored 111. So uh -huh. <laughs> whether that's the truth or not, I don't know. <laughs> For anybody listening, I heard JB scored a 111. <laughs> um, but uh, he's started taking drum lessons now, which he is kind of like, he's liking that too. And, he just he likes bugs and dinosaurs and I could I could see him outdoors. with the drums. He mm. kind of reminds me of Animal mm. from <laughs> <laughs> with the Muppets. That's awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite character. That is great. That Does is he have great. a moratorium on drum time? Like, do, do you shut it off? At, so like, no, we don't have a drum set at home. He only uh, does it. Smart. Yeah, he's got like a little practice pad thing or whatever. But um, he's only taken a couple of lessons. So we'll we'll see if it sticks. I mean, summer's coming, so he gets to take a break. When comes music and not noise maybe he can have yeah a set. yeah 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 but he's he's all things like wildlife and animals like if you want to know something obscure i mean he tells you he wants to be a zookeeper when he grows up he says mommy i want to be a zookeeper and i want it to be a free zoo and you know then of course you got his fundraising nonprofit mom over here like uh all right how are we gonna fund this and you know he's assigning everybody jobs he says Paige has to poop scoop and quinn quinn gets to take pictures and yeah oh yeah he's he's all in yep. <laughs> he's, he's even has ideas for a, a youtube that he wants to do so which i won't share because i don't want anybody to steal it 
can, <laughs> can restart the zoo at, at Potter Park, right? <laughs> there you yeah, go. Not with the bear. <laughs> get, get that going again. Well, Zookeeper Leah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, only if there's a roller coaster, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paige and I'll sit and watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paige doesn't do roller coasters either. So, so what you, you mentioned mm-hmm. your passion being kids mm-hmm. in the, our community. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we can be doing in Grant County to help kids in a, in a bigger way uh, from your perspective? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's like, let me pull out the list. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a lot of things that we could and should be doing. Um, I, I mean, as far as putting a pinpoint on on which one it is, it's. I think we have to go back to that conversation we had earlier. It's like, okay, here's the list of things we need to be doing. Here are all the people we need at the table. We're just going to go down the list. And you know, right now it might not be your turn to get your thing marked off, but let's figure out how to get this first one marked off. You know, let's figure out how we can make sure kids had food in their bellies. Yeah. Okay. Now let's figure out how we can make sure that, you know, they're, they're thriving at school. Okay. Well, let's mark that one off and, you know, just like go down the list and like figure out what that looks like. Yeah. It sounds great in my head. I, I mean, and sure I'm sitting here and I feel like I have, you know, the answer to what that problem is, but I really don't. I, you need more people at the table. Mm-hmm. that are willing to solve <laughs> each other's problems, not just their own. Yeah. The yeah. thing that has impressed me about you and the time I've gotten to know you is that not only is it your passion outside of work, but you've thrown your life into that work as well, mm-hmm. working at family services. And, and now is that mergers taking place with Grant Blackford. So, um, so thank you for doing that and making a difference in so many kids and people's lives here in the community. Absolutely. Yeah. Say, this is the one time that you can't say this I podcast isn't about, about me, me Scott. Oh. It is about you. Oh, dang right. It. <laughs> All right, Scott, you can have that one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, here if, comes if, the butt. Though. If you would have asked me like, but seriously, if you would have asked me, um, you know, is this what I was going to, is this going to be my life's work or is this what I was going to do for a living? And you would have said, oh yeah, you're going to fundraise. I would have been like, whatever, you know, I'm, my actual degree is in apparel merchandising. So I was going to be Rachel from friends. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> Only I just didn't want to live in New York. It smells bad in the subway. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, I always talk about, you know, just Realizing and developing my passion, you know, having the opportunity uh, to work in community relations really just kind of opened my eyes that, you know, hey, I can do this, right? I can, I, you know, it's easy to ask and say, you know, will you get behind this? Will you support this? And, you know, will you help fund the change that you want to see in our community? And I mean, we're, we're either the, we're either part of their passion or we're not. So, um, and, and I think it, the work that, we're doing is is easy to get behind I mean, it's hard work it really is mm-hmm. like a kudos to everybody that works in the weeds and and does the day-to-day and, and does the face-to-face social work it's not for me like i want to cry about it right now i'm just <laughs> thinking about it because yeah. you know but i know that this is the portion that i can do to help with mm-hmm. well yeah. and i think we just came off of a record year for the annual event uh that you guys uh put together and so Congratulations on that. And thank and you. because of that, making a bigger difference mm-hmm. in the community. So thanks um, again. I was going to say, uh, competition is not one of my top five. And I think it's just because all the other ones are so much stronger, but it's definitely like 5.5. So <laughs> when you say that, <laughs> I immediately, I'm like, okay, got to beat that next year. <laughs> well, and I think that's a... Yeah. 
uh, tends to be a stereotypical fundraiser position, mm-hmm. right? We're so used to, oh, wow, you accomplished that. And before that event's even over and you like, get to celebrate, they're like, what are you going to do next? And it's like, you're always trying to one up yourself mm-hmm. when ultimately it's not about no. that one up piece because it really is about the donors and the cause and where that goes and right. what it's doing. Yeah. Um, and I've just been really impressed with your work ethic, what you've taken on as a fundraiser and as a leader in our community. And you do it with such a pure sense of love and joy that just blows me away all the time because you do, it feeds from your soul and you can really see that and don't start to cry because you know I'm not a crier and I don't know how to deal with that. So, um, but, but this podcast is about you. Well, you can totally cry, but just don't get upset about my yeah. reaction won't be to cry with you. Um, but this podcast is about you mm-hmm. and you deserve those kudos because it's the behind the scenes people too that make the ability for those social workers to be able to get in the weeds and the muck and the dirt and the the hard with um, individuals in our yeah. community that are changing their lives. Um, so I just really appreciate the work that you do and so thankful that I can also call you a friend on top of it. So yeah, yeah. I don't have a question. Well, I was just bragging on her. Thank yeah. you. I'll just echo Scott and Alicia and you're the best. (laughs) Thank you. And this half an hour has flown by. If there's one kind of parting thing that I can leave. Yes. um, You'll never be behind the mic again. So except (laughs) as an interviewer. (laughs) Okay. Um, I uh, just want to share anybody that's listening and that wants to know what's so special um, about Marion and Grant County. um, The thing that I would share is that connectivity. I dare you go find it somewhere else. Um, you might, and I hope you do because, um, there's definitely something to be said about, um, the relationships that you create and the people that you spend time with in community. And I think community is such a word that gets like thrown around like, Oh, community, community, community. Well, I mean that, but that's really what it is. Like we are doing this life together, whether it's for the full amount of time that we get blessed to be here on earth or whether it's a short period of time, um, we each have an opportunity to do something that we can better each other. So whether, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do each day or whatever you're trying to accomplish, um, I just, I believe that those relationships and that connectivity that you're creating is worth it it's worth it and um go find it if 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 it's it's not here please go find it somewhere but i i challenge you to not come here and feel connected in some way shape or form well iris thank you so much for taking time Mm -hmm. and and thank you also for being a catalyst to getting us where we landed um Mm -hmm. off the ground I know they're giving me a crap time. We're going to land that plane. <laughs> yeah, but, but thank you so much for all that you do for us and yep. uh, and for this podcast. And for being the yes. guinea pig for the us on the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mine's over. Good job. All right. or next. <laughs> Have all a right. great week, everybody. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. We'll Bye-bye. see you next week. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas. 